Hi there, I'm Chrissy. I'm one of Platform Housing Group's communication team. If you don't know who Platform Housing Group is, we're one of the largest housing associations in the Midlands, with over 48,000 homes across that region. And we provide homes for affordable and social rent, as well as offering shared ownership. And we also run supported housing schemes and retirement living accommodation right across that region. You'll find us in Herefordshire in the west, over to the Lincolnshire coast in the east, and from the Derbyshire Dales in the north to the Cotswolds in the south. We've got over 1,500 employees spread across six directorates, which are finance, information, growth and development, corporate resources, housing operations, and of course, property management. You might even have seen some of our community officers out and about near you, and you may well have seen some of our property care vans on their routes. So, what are we here today to talk about? Well, July the 3rd to the 9th is quite an important week. It's ASB Awareness Week, and this year's theme is Know Your Rights. So we thought, what better way to raise awareness of what antisocial behaviour is and what you can do about it than to speak to the people who work on this stuff every single day. And one who is just embarking on her career here with us in that very area. So today, we're talking to Kia Whitaker-Smith. She's our Community Safety Apprentice and Zoe Truman, who is our Community Safety Officer and also Kia's mentor. So here at Platform, we think apprenticeships are great. We believe in their power to inspire and launch amazing careers. And that's why we invest so much time and effort in everything we do around them. It's all about giving people the opportunity to bring their best. We have an apprenticeship strategy, which is all about growth and ambition. We add to this continually to our programmes to expand our business. So one of our new apprentices is Kia, who we'll meet in a moment. She's embarking on Resolve's new flagship ASB Apprentice Programme, helped along by Zoe and Claire, who is the Apprenticeship Programme Lead at Resolve. Firstly, we'll talk to Kia and Zoe. So Zoe, you're working with Resolve on their ASB Apprenticeship Programme. Can you tell us about this? Yes, hi, of course. Um, so Resolve are an organisation who have been running for over 25 years. Um, they're incredibly respected and, and well known within the social housing community. Um, platform are, are members and they're an organisation who um, work with social landlords, police and other supporting agencies um, to promote community safety and to reduce antisocial behaviour um, in society. They run networking programmes, um, training, and the apprenticeship which Kia is currently undertaking with Platform at the moment. Uh, why did you decide to get an apprentice? So last year within the community safety team, we went through quite a number of staff changes. We're quite a small team, um, and we found that it was becoming quite challenging to locate a new member of staff um, with the right skills um, for the job. It was becoming very difficult to find some good community safety practitioners. Um, we spoke amongst other colleagues within the sector who were also finding the same problems and, and finding recruitment was quite difficult. And we heard that Resolve were running a pilot for apprentices. Um, and we just felt that part of Platform's ethos is to grow our own. So we felt that it would be really good to look to work with Resolve to get an apprentice community safety officer within our team. That sounds really, really good, actually. And uh, so one of those people that applied for the uh, 
the apprenticeship role was Kia. Um, so Kia, what made you apply for that role? Well, I worked in social housing for around five years doing different roles, but none of them were really suited to me. And then the issue that I found was when applying for other jobs, like trying to move higher up the chain, it was always an issue where I didn't have the right qualifications or skills to do that. So when I seen the apprenticeship come up, I thought it would be the best thing for me to do just to get a qualification, but also because my last role in housing was working in like a scheme where I had to deal with lots of antisocial behaviour. So when I seen it, I just thought this would be ideal for me. And uh, can you tell us when you started and a little bit more about um, the length of this programme and what it, uh, it will end up doing for you? Yes, so I started at the beginning of October last year. Um, the programme lasts for two around two years. Um, and I'm working towards a level four um, sorry, level four qualification in antisocial behaviour and community safety. Okay. And you're obviously um, not working alone on this. You're you're working with um, with Zoe here. Um, and do you want to talk a bit about working with Zoe and and about your tutor that you have with Resolve as well? Yes. So I have a tutor who I meet with every two to three weeks I'd say depending on if we've got assignments it will we'll have longer times where we don't meet so the two weeks there we'll have time to do our assignments and then we'll meet again so I'd say we meet around two to three weeks mainly um, and I have my mentor Zoe who has been with Platform for 15 years um, and we work alongside each other with cases so she will have her cases that she works on and then Recently, I've been given my own cases to work on, on my own, gathering all my own evidence, um, speaking to neighbourhood officers, police, um, to gather information with Zoe's help, as well as other members of the team helping me with this as well. Okay, so that sounds really good. So, um, Zoe, you obviously are um, mentoring Kia, which will be a massive help for her and give us such a lot of experience. Um, can you talk a bit about um, why you decided to, to be a mentor for, for Kia and and then a bit about um, what antisocial behaviour is, maybe explain it a bit to people that might not know what it's all about um, and then a bit about um, a, a case, can you give us an example of a case, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think in, in terms of why I wanted to to be a mentor, um, not quite sure how that came about to start with. I think uh, possibly because I've been doing the job for such a long time. Um, but I think also because it, it probably helps me as well to develop my role to, to train somebody and to get somebody else on board and up to speed. Um, it's also really nice to, to be able to work with somebody else and, and sort of share the, the difficult conversations and the difficult workload that we have. Um, but I think generally, I, I would hope it's because I've had quite a wide range of dealing with some really conflicting, difficult situations. So I was hoping I could um, help somebody new coming in. I knew we were struggling to, to recruit. So to try and get the right skills over to, to a new staff member. Um, and I think obviously since COVID, the, the home working is, is difficult for some people and trying to learn any job from home is hard. So I think if you've got somebody that you can buddy up with and chat with and, and have sort of someone to lean on makes the job a lot nicer. Um, you can trade ideas. And I think, 
you know, for us as a team, we wanted to make sure the person coming in as our apprentice was happy and stayed with us. So it was really important that we offered that support and the mentor programme to keep them on board and sort of looked after really, which hopefully we've done. I don't know how clear it feels about that, no. but hopefully yeah. we've done that. Um, I think in terms of antisocial behaviour, what is it? Gosh, I think everybody would have a different definition. Um, my definition and the definition which the community safety team would work on is obviously at a slightly higher level where we're looking to progress with some quite difficult legal sanctions and, and high level potentially court processes. So I would say it's a behaviour that is affecting people's lives to a significant level where it's causing them significant alarm and distress and making them unable to live their lives in a normal manner. I think a lot of our customers might define it in a slightly different way. And we get a lot of other calls of, of slamming doors and children playing football, that kind of thing. And I think that's where it can get very, very difficult. What is the definition of antisocial behaviour? But for Kira and I and our, our learning and our, our programme that we're doing is that high level of unacceptable behaviour that is blighting our communities um, and affecting the way our communities function. So it's, it's our job to try and resolve that. For everybody, whether that be the victim and the perpetrator, it's to kind of calm everything down and, and get everyone living together is the idea. It's not always easy, but that's the aim. <laughs> and I think, you know, contrary to popular belief that the community safety team was a number of us, not just myself and Kia, um, our aim is not to go around evicting people at all. That is always what we're asked by the victims, um, want them evicted, want them out. There's a variety of legal functions that, that we can pursue, lots and lots of different measures and, and paths that we can go down. And ultimately, what we're trying to do is to stop the behaviour. That's what we're trying to do. We're not looking to evict people. That is the last case scenario. Um, and there's a lot to learn doing that job. There's a lot of skills and a lot of different avenues that Kia needs to learn and go down, which she's, she's doing beautifully at the moment. Okay. okay, that sounds really, really good. Um, so thinking about that then, is there a particular case um, that you've worked on recently um, that you can talk about? Yeah, I think we can, we can probably both talk about a couple. Um, I think the most recent one from a sort of success point of view for both of us, Kia particularly, um, is, is a case we've had in the Seven area. Um, where we've had an older gentleman um, who's perpetrated significant antisocial behaviour for about seven years, I would say. Um, and it's come to light following a new neighbour moving in who's had the courage to speak up against him. The rest of the community have, have not wanted to. And we've tried multiple times in the past to resolve this case, but we've not been able to get the community on board with us. They've been unwilling to speak to the police. Um, but this gentleman has come forward. He's been a challenging witness, very upset, um, very, very heightened emotions, often in the middle of the night. So Kia's had to deal with him, calm him down, get him to a place where he'll talk to us rationally. Um, we have to use, obviously, a lot of the evidence that they're giving us in court documents. So it's really important that they don't swear in the emails, they don't lose their temper, because we're going to need that to present in court. So Kia's had to manage his feelings. But ultimately, what it's led to is us running um, an antisocial behaviour case involving drug dealing, county lines, um, unfortunately, prostitution from the property, where we have proceeded to court um, on our own. And this is a, a really 
interesting case for us because we decided not to use any solicitors whatsoever. Um, Kia has done the paperwork, served the notices and done the witness statements. Um, a lot of input from the neighbourhood officer, got to mention her, she's been fabulous. Yeah. And we've presented the case in court completely on our own to the judge and he gave us possession two weeks ago, I think it yeah. was. Um, so we're now waiting for the bailiff. Um, again, I don't want to sort of advocate that that's positive in terms of someone losing their home, but I think in light of what this gentleman's been doing and the impact that's had on the community, particularly on the children in the area, there's no other option. But for Kia, that's been a real learning curve of meeting the victim um, and the perpetrator and two very, very different conversations with two people, one who's very upset and one who really doesn't care that much about his behaviour. And she's managed those beautifully with, with both, both our customers, um, kept them both on board. They're both still talking to her. They're both being very polite, even though there's a fiction. They, the one still calls up for, you know, for a discussion. And I think to be able to balance that out and still have the perpetrator being evicted, but still on really positive terms where Kia can visit and talk to him, I think is, is a credit to her. It's really hard when you've got an eviction going ahead. Thank you very much, Zoe. But Kia can expand more on her personal involvement in that case, I'm sure, yeah. how she found it. So my involvement in the case was mainly putting the bundle together as well as taking the witness statement from the neighbour or, or the whatever call him now the victim, the victim. so yeah so taking the yeah. witness statement from the victim and being in contact with him constantly throughout the time um, and he is quite demanding so he'll email at random hours in the morning asking what's going on and stuff like that so you have to kind of I've had to kind of keep him on board and just let him know that we can't you know, evict somebody tomorrow because you say so. So it's just keeping him on board and letting him know what's going on constantly. But the legal side, legal paperwork side of it, um, it was quite challenging because it is a lot of paperwork that you have to put together. It's a lot of evidence that you have to gather, speaking to the perpetrators, doctors, speaking to the police, making referrals to social services, and then all of the information that's gathered from these people has to be included in this bundle to evidence that we've done everything that we can um, prior to saying we're going to evict this gentleman. Um, but with the help of Zoe, it was quite easy once I've known what to do and once I've gathered all the information, putting the bundle together, it was easy, but at first it was like, wow, this is a lot of stuff that I need to get. And where do I go to get it from? Who do I need to speak to? But as I said, once I've spoken to Zoe and she's given me the right people to go to, signposted me in the right places, um, I think it was quite easy. Yeah, it's a big case. And yeah. I think a huge, a huge result for us because that particular case, it, it wasn't just platform. The gentleman was draining the resources of the local policing yeah. team. They were there every day. Um, the local council were getting complaints. They had to put CCTV camera outside, which is costing them a fortune. So I think as a joint partnership working, obviously they're absolutely over the moon that this gentleman's finally going to be leaving the area. Um, as is the gentleman downstairs. Um, so it, it'll give that community a chance to, to sort of thrive and grow. And I think Kia's just touched on the other agencies, the, the whole process of antisocial behaviour, which ultimately leads to eviction, we don't get there without putting the support in place. So as much as this gentleman's behaviour has been awful, we've still got to contact his doctor, social services, the mental health teams, and make sure 
that we've done everything we can to protect him because he is going to be evicted, even though the gentleman downstairs is sort of saying, well, it's his fault, just let yeah. him go. Um, so it's been really good training for Kia to, to follow that one through from start to finish. Um, so, yeah, really good. We're, we're pleased on that one. That sounds really great, guys. So, Kia, at the end of uh, the programme in, in two years' time, um, we're going to obviously you're going to be looking at what skills you've learnt so you've been in the post since October what skills have you learnt so far Um, and then what is it at the end of the programme where do you where do you think you want to be at the end of the programme so um, I've learned that ASB it's not just as black and white as it seems on paper so most people will think that ASB is like youths and just doing silly things but it's much bigger than that so um, there's so many different factors that play into what exactly antisocial behaviour is which is what I've learned since being here that it's not just like loud music and stuff like that there's loads more stuff and then I've learned the legal side of things since being here so I've got more legal knowledge and I've learned about the justice system and like the different things that we can do um, so injunctions, possessions, how to vary orders. I'm learning all of this stuff now, which I wouldn't have known prior to this. Um, and as well as that, I've learned like how to deal with lots of um, different people's emotions when it comes to antisocial behaviour. So there are a few things that I've learned so far since being in the role. And at the end of my apprenticeship in the next two years, in the end of the two years, hopefully, I will be a fully qualified community safety officer and there is a role for me on the team once I've completed my course. So the next part of the jigsaw is resolve and here to talk about that and indeed the new ASB apprenticeship programme and how it's working with us here at Platform is Claire Wakefield. She's the programme lead. So Claire, what is resolve first of all? Yeah, good question. So Resolve, Resolve have been going for, I think this is our 28th year and we're a member organisation. So we're made up of members from um, local authorities, housing providers and the police mainly. And our mission is basically to professionalise the sector So we help organisations deal with community safety and ASB issues. And we do that through this kind of four arms. There's training, support, guidance and sharing best practice. Ah, right. Okay. so something that's really good to have for for local authorities, housing associations uh, and and things like that. So that sounds really good. Um, Yes. Okay, and so what I understand is we um, found out about your flagship apprenticeship programme. Um, can you tell us a bit more about what that is? Yes, so the apprenticeship programme is the first and only ASB and community safety apprenticeship in, in, in the country. Um, and it came about through our members. Our members were asking for qualification they were looking at professionalising this particular part of the um, housing world, really, and, and community safety and ASB world. So um, through that, we got a trailblazer group together of um, practitioners from across how, um, housing providers, local authorities and the police. And we worked together to work up 
the skills, knowledge and behaviour and the apprenticeship standard. Uh, and then yeah. had that approved by all the proper approving people. And um, so we started the apprenticeship and we, we became one of the the um, a training, an approved training provider for it as a result. Yeah, we, we developed it with members and now we are also a training provider who can run the programme. So we um, started the first cohort last year in May. So they are halfway through, just over halfway through. And um, we are now on our fourth cohort and we'll be starting our fifth cohort in October. Wow, so it sounds like it's going really well. Um, obviously, um, Platform have um, jumped onto to this opportunity. Um, how uh, how did we um how are we supporting our platform supporting that program yeah. through through you and the team here so um within an apprenticeship there's a really important relationship between the training provider which is us resolve in this case um the apprentice and the employer and the i think the best way with the, the three elements need to work really closely together to support the apprentice. So I think what platform do really, really well is support Kia because she has been given a mentor who she works with all of the time, who, who does the job that this qualification will see Kia doing standalone on her own at the end of it. So um, that relationship with, with um, her mentor, Zoe, um, is key to Kia putting into practice the things that we teach her. So we will, we can teach the theory, we do the classroom theory. And then it's so important that in the workplace, Kia gets the chance to practice what she's learned. And she does that very, very well. And I think Platform have got a really good model with the with the mentor. So, and then we, we will meet. So, so we do online session, training sessions. And then we also do a progress review with Kia every um, every 12 weeks we, we meet. So I meet with them, Kia and her manager. And we talk through her progress, the key skills and behaviour that she's learned, any barriers, any targets. That, so we, we do that regularly. That is a requirement of apprenticeship. We do that. Um, but Platform, I think, do that. Do, I can't speak, sorry. Um, platform uh, through those meetings, I can see that that um, platform is supporting Kia incredibly well. Her and her confidence is growing because she has another tutor, Donna, who is doing most of the teaching now. And Donna has been telling me that how well Kia is developing. You can see her confidence growing. You can see that she's putting into practice in the workplace what she's learned. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And uh, I understand that Kia has actually uh, worked on a case recently with um, with Zoe, um, which resulted um, in an eviction. Um, not that we we want to, to have an eviction yeah. every time, yeah, but but she's actually learned how to to do the the legal paperwork, um, and it's yes. an example of one of the avenues that can be taken in extreme circumstances. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So um so yeah and I understand at the end of it all um Kia will be looking at a full-time permanent position here at platform 
so um, it's obviously a way to go to 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 develop new staff which is what yes. is our ethos is here at a platform anyway um and with with great support from from resolve yes Yes, I think here is a shiny example of that. It's re it's wonderful as the training provider to watch the students develop. Mm. You know, it's lovely to see them tick off the key skills and behaviours that they're learning and then taking that forward. It's wonderful. And then the cohorts work really well together. So they're meeting people from across the sector, from different organisations. So they're constantly going to have a network of people that they've been learning with for two years to draw yeah. on for it advice and just companionship and sort of sharing best practice sharing best and, practice yes and the people that benefit from it are not only um the apprentices themselves it's us as, as a as a housing association and our customers um and yes. the partners that we work with as well Yes, that's right. And I think a lot of apprentices are learning things on the course and perhaps taking back to their workplace some good practice that, you know, maybe they hadn't been thought of or a new way of working or thinking about something because we're teaching them and also they're talking to other people and, oh, I've dealt with it like this, etc. So they're sharing a lot yeah, and getting yeah. that lovely network that's great for your career. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that was a brilliant insight there, Claire. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. And thanks goes to Zoe, Kia and Claire. It's been really great to hear about Kia's progress. It'll no doubt be the same for many other apprentices coming into the sector, but that is just great for the future. If you want to see more about what we're doing for ASB Week, you can have a look on our website, platformhg.com, or keep an eye out on our social media channels.